Somebody talk to me about Spider-Man 3. Oh, oh, I've got these pictures of a horse. Do you want those? Uh, did I say horse? I said Spider-Man 3. It's hard Spider-Man to Spider-Man well, 3. I, I, got, I got some ice cream truck photos here. from Ice cream truck. Ice cream truck. I said Spider-Man 3. I don't need sweets. I need Spider-Man. I got Alfred Molina here. He's nice. Ah, nah. I don't need Dr. Octopus. I need Spider-Man. And I need Spider-Man 3. I got Ash. I got pictures of Ash. Ash from Pokemon. Yeah. Ash. 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 I don't I you got to catch all those Spider-Man 3 pics. I got I got pictures of Spider-Man 2. Uh, I'll take the Spider-Man 2 pics, but at a discounted rate. I'll edit them for you. I'll cross out all the twos <laughs> and put the threes <laughs> yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, print it. Great. I feel like you could cut it a lot of different points. In oh, it. for sure. Yeah. So you, you, the world I might is just your, let it run, though. The world is your oyster. <laughs> that voice is too much fun for me to do, and I will definitely cut some of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Run it This is the output to the headphones. Oh, so beautiful. Any fiddly stuff with that is not recording, which is great. Yeah, it's great. That's all just, uh, oh, there's probably a word for it, but I don't know it because I'm not a real audio engineer. No, that's okay. It's, uh, you're more real to me than anyone I've ever met as being an audio engineer. (laughs) Thank you. Post mix or something? I don't, you know what? It doesn't matter. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> Honestly, now that I say it, I don't know if you're more real to me than anyone else or more mythical to me than anyone yeah. else with the, between the beard yeah. and the biking and yeah. the like incredible hops. Yeah, that's my secret. This dude can jump like a motherfucker. Got some mad hops? Got some mad hops. I've they, seen they him jump before and it like I was like, "How?" Oh yeah, because I used to jump all the time when we closed. I would like hit the yeah, the you would sign jump up and hit the fucking drive. signs, yeah. and they're so yeah. fucking high up. And I was like, "How are you doing this?" <laughs> it's because I used to play basketball all the time. I know, but you're like you're short. The, I mean, that's true. And but, like, but like, I actually think that night. makes it seem more impressive because well. my vertical has never been like wildly weird. But because I'm seen, like I'm coded as short, mm-hmm. and then I can touch a thing, people are like, "Holy!" Well, fuck. no, hang on. Let me. Hang I on. would make a bet. I would make a wager. <laughs> Ooh, that if. I were to jump and reach up. Yeah, you could still jump higher than than that. That's possible because I also can't jump very well. I mean, that's I'm super sure. that's out of possible. shape. Yeah. Um, but I'm also like, uh, you're, you I'm good, like a good eight a inches good, on you at least. At least six. How, how tall are you? Like five seven. Maybe. Oh yeah, I'm a full seven. In, no, I'm more than that. I'm six four. So I'm holy shit. Yeah, it's uh, nine. Yeah, I'm a full nine Dang. inches on you. Nice. <laughs> nine inches on me nine inches a David on Gucci me story. <laughs> but yeah so but i still think yeah i still think that you It'd be close could out jump me because i would have to have nine inches on your vertical which is a lot it that's is a lot. lot that's a lot but i've seen you jump let's make it and bet. i've seen me jump and i think you could do it <laughs> i did used to like 
that would, little David would uh, like the thing that little I did David. for fun. My mom hated this because I wrecked things. Uh, but I would jump to touch like door frames mm-hmm. and stuff to just like to see if I could. Like that was like what I did for fun. <laughs> and I got fingerprints like all over all her pa- like white paint and she got <laughs> real mad. This is a story about how I got gently, gently grounded. A also a story about why you don't use white paint. Exactly. Never. Always stain your wood, babies. Yes. Always stain your wood, babies. <laughs> babies, wood babies, listen up. Yeah. <laughs> if you're carving wood, babies, make sure to stain them. <laughs> stain them. Stain them. Stain them or drain them. Oh. Down the toilet. That's oh. what I was saying. Oh, yeah, you oh. made it better. Okay. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah, going to be yeah. bad for your plumbing. Hmm. My plumbing. Drain my plumbing. Dra- drain my plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> If you know what I am, wait. Is it if you know what I mean, or if you know what I am saying? When Eddie says, "My spidey sense is tingling." Oh, if, if you know what I mean by that, like he says that, oh, but it's like a really awkward. Very awkward. It's not yeah. just like if you know what I'm talking about. I think right. it might be if you know what I'm talking about. And he like points to Mary Jane. Yeah, with his it's little the finger. dumbest thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. His character uh, is those frosted tips come to life. Yeah, yeah. It is. It Man, is. Topher yeah. Grace though, I think is the only other person that would that got the clue of this movie sucks and yeah i'm james franco and i know what's yeah, happening james franco like, definitely got he knows this movie and i think yeah. topher grace knows too because he really hams it up in yeah time. like yeah. the first his first two scenes though yeah. are like such a better oh. audition for peter parker than anything Tobey mcguire does in any yeah, of actually the they kind of are oh, for, sure. Sure. <laughs> for sure like the his lines about like hey i'm uh, eddie brock i uh, i'm a new photographer also i'm dating your daughter yeah like that he's so much good. better at yeah, the, like the it's witty actually, quips it's actually good yeah, yeah. whereas Tobey mcguire could never quip ever well, oh and I, I've got a rank, uh, not a ranking, but I, I, after watching the movie, I took a survey of all of the performances in it. And in, which performance are you? He, well, okay, <laughs> that's a game we're definitely playing. <laughs> but, but I came Buzzfeed up with, quiz, which I came up with three and a half performances that mm. I, I came away feeling mm. those were net positive performances huh. in, a, in a movie that does not have very many of huh. those, but Correct. has a lot of characters. You know what's funny? I bet... Uh, Actually, do you think you could guess uh, all three and a half? Willem Dafoe is one. Willem Dafoe is absolutely not one. What? <laughs> I I have always hated his Green oh, Goblin man. character. I, love it. I know he's having fun, and I'm happy yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to watch it or listen to fair. it. That's fair. Although I do really want that portrait. Oh, I want that. Yeah. Will, I want yeah. that Willem Dafoe Honestly, portrait. Honestly, that's so really would be amazing. Like, just put that on the wall. Right? Like, it's Green so Goblin from Spider-Man Three. Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody has that with an ornate portrait. frame. Oh, Holy shit, oh, that man. is such a good idea. Because I love Willem Dafoe, but yeah. I. D- but you're. Right. I also don't. I don't love his Goblin. Yeah. Not. A, I'm not super into his Goblin. It's just. It's <laughs> just. It's just everything about these movies that yeah. I find frustrating. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, it, which is the tonal dissonance, which mm. is the these movies especially this one cannot decide what kind of movie it is correct True. and of the and i realized these three and a half performances <clears throat> two of them or one and a half of them are in one kind of movie and the other yeah. two are in a completely different kind of movie and they're diametrically opposed and everyone else is somewhere in between yeah is jk simmons one of them jk simmons is one of them he's, he's great in he's, this. The he's in all yeah. of these movies yes. he is 100 percent doing a great job yes but he is in well, a completely different movie than is. Yep. all but one other person in this entire film <laughs> and that's the half performance uh which is it's a it's a smaller role which smaller is why i only role. give it a half it's mm. one scene one scene is it the newscaster 
the no. British newscaster. No, <laughs> I, was like, I hate her. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, I forgot also, about that the already. Older, the older news anchor. Uh, oh, yeah. The older New York City news anchor referring to it as Broadway. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Broadway. 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 They're on Broadway. Or she is known for a recent brief stint on Broadway. <laughs> I was like. Dude, you're in New York. <laughs> like, you couldn't. You couldn't yeah. do another take on that. One more, just one more, just just one more for safety. Um, is it the landlord? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> is it the no? Landlord's I feel bad daughter. for that guy though. The yeah. guy who plays the landlord it plays that character in every movie. He's yeah, in. he sure does. Big fish lip guy. <sighs> Poor guy. Good heart though. Yeah. Good. Your, his line about good man, good woman landed better than I remember. It. Yeah. Like I was like, oh yeah, this pause is actually kind of funny. Yeah, and then it's just, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's a, it's a decent joke. Yeah. Again, there are some decent jokes in this movie. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. yeah that's, that's it. Yeah. Hat. Yep. That's my hat. Yep. And you know what it was? You know what sealed it? When yeah. he's like, I am French. Exactly. <laughs> that is the funniest line in the story. I was like, I was like Bruce Campbell fucking improv uh, that for sure. Yeah. And I love it. He's like, romance. I am French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and what's great about that line is it made me 100% convinced that he is not French. Like that character, and Bruce Campbell obviously is not French, right. but that character like is pretending to be French. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it makes well, me I, so happy. I think, uh, the rumor was that that character was supposed to end up being Mysterio. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fucking. I great. think that's what his plan. What Sam Raimi's <laughs> like plan was for the fourth one. For like Bruce Campbell. To yeah. Be that would have been fun. That would have been, be been great. Fun. Yeah. That would have been. Well, fun. actually, no. I take it back. It would have probably still been bad. Right. But, but <laughs> I would have. You know, I would have been happy for Bruce Campbell. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Him and J.K. Simmons were in yeah. one kind of movie. Yeah, yep. And everyone else was a in- A campy superhero movie. They were in like mm-hmm. the campiest yeah. superhero And it works. Movie. Yeah. And it it's works. fun. Both of them do a the, the two of them are very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've, got, we've got so much to talk about. <laughs> let's just, let's actually start the show okay. like a normal show for once. This never happens. But welcome <sighs> to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode, we watch a movie and then we talk about it. And we talk about it through a bunch of different critical contexts given to us at random via our contextual computer. We don't know how we're going to talk about this movie until the computer tells us how to talk about this movie. Uh, And I guarantee by the end of this movie, or by the end of this episode, we're going to talk about this movie like no one else has ever talked about it before in at least one way or another. Uh, It'll be the the most value this movie deserves. Um... I'm I yeah I'm not gonna be like as impartial as I usually am on this one. <laughs> I I'm not a fan of this film. This is the first time I've seen this, by the way. Mm-hmm. I had never seen this before, uh, and so this was uh this was a blind spot in my superhero film uh, oeuvre, uh, and uh, it has now been filled filled. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, mm-hmm. let me welcome, as always, my dear friends and co-hosts, misters. Matthew Bond. Hey. And David Gutchie. <laughs> <laughs> so you could clearly tell their voices apart, so that'll be easy. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk like this the yeah. whole time. Yeah, I've been watching Dark Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Trial by Shark. <laughs> That's it. That's the line. It's the only line from the Dark Crystal I've ever been able to quote, and I quote it a lot. Yeah. What movie do we watch? We watched. 2007's Sam Raimi directed Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst starring film Spider-Man 3. 
you might be wondering, yeah, why? <laughs> why? Well, let's go through a few of the reasons. Number one, Spider-Man 3 is a movie that the studio apparently cares about so little that they'll let it just stream anywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's very easy for yeah. uh, anyone to access. Yeah, it's on Prime, Hulu, Crackle. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Sony owns, so that makes sense. Crackle still <laughs> exists? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you can just you can you can you can trip over Spider-Man three yeah. if you're not watching your step very carefully on the internet. <laughs> I think it plays as an ad on YouTube. <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah, it's an ad movie. for headache medication. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you hate this? Click this little hyperlink, <laughs> which is just the skip ad button. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, the cure for migraine. <laughs> skip skipping Spider-Man three. Don't watch Spider-Man three. How many times have you been watching Spider-Man three? Well, you need to cut down your intake of Spider-Man three, and you think you'll see By a decrease hundred percent in your migraines. <laughs> yes, that's where um, they come from. Yes, but also uh, there was the recent and troubling news that Sony and mm. Disney have been fighting over the Spider-Man rights, and as of our current recording, Sony has not re-signed their deal with Disney so they will be retaining Spider-Man and making more Spider-Man movies and I just we just wanted to remind people of what they did <laughs> and what that they, looks like wait, what that looked like Can't erase the this last history. few times yeah um Nice. And also, I mean, you know, the Kirsten Dunst story just broke. She uh, got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. This is oh. going to be coming out several weeks from now. So hopefully people won't remember this because it was very uh, frustrating <laughs> oh, when the Hollywood Reporter uh, reported the story of Kirsten Dunst getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame as Kirsten Dunst, known for playing the girlfriend, uh, Spider-Man's girlfriend, gets a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, that uh, is what she's known for. Huh? It's, Hollywood. Uh, it's, uh, it's something that got no small amount of derision on the internet thankfully yeah uh and uh i also thought you know to honor her we should watch a movie where she is far and away the best performer in the entire film yeah which i like i and i think most people that i know owe her an apology (laughs) yeah because like i remember just constant dunking on her performances in these movies and she legit is the best performer in this movie yeah i was an asshole man like i i've i've known i've notice that going back like man i was just like the worst person like during this period and so uh it's fun to revisit this stuff and be like oh i was super wrong about this yeah Uh, but i was happy that i was wrong about this because she has since like blown me away like fargo season two she is Mm. incredible in that i don't know if you've seen it yet it's she's phenomenal she is great but she was still spider-man's girlfriend yeah i mean you can't yeah you can't deny that christian she was i mean she (laughs) was spider-man's girlfriend i mean was Um, still is will always be honestly her character in this movie is maybe the second most put upon role she's ever portrayed outside of like melancholia yeah (laughs) dang (laughs) and that was a director who actively tortures (laughs) right that that was a director who actively tortures women yep (laughs) on screen and sam raimi just actively tortures the audience Hey. hey Must be the rainy. We won't. We will not. We will not delve into a Tom Hooper style hate fest. No, we won't. Although I sometimes so kind of want to. <laughs> Sam Raimi is a very divisive filmmaker, uh, and uh, we've got opinions. But what what's important isn't whether this movie is good or bad. Mm. It's what context through which we can talk about it. Yes, yeah. and that's the premise of our little show here. And so we're going to go on a little guided adventure, and we don't know where it's going to take us. Follow along at home. Follow along at home. For those of you who haven't seen it, by the way, Spider-Man 3, it's there's Spider-Man, and there's Mary Jane, and they're dating, and then there's 
three villains. There's there's yeah. the, there's James Franco as Harry Osborn, the Hobgoblin, which we'll talk about for sure. Uh, there's uh, uh, there's Eddie Brock slash Venom, who is also I don't know. That's a whole thing. Yep. And Ugh. then there's uh, there's uh, why am I Thomas Hayden Church as the Sandman, who to complete the game from before we started recording was I thought one of the only net positive performances uh, in the film. Mm, he was fine. Which surprised yeah. me. I was going in expecting him to be terrible cuz he's a very spot he has a very spotty acting career. Yeah. It surprised me too cuz I remember not liking him at all in this movie and then again upon revisiting I'm like, "Oh, he actually wasn't any of the problem." Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> he, he was fine. Yeah. He That's seemed like a person. And like them using Sandman was clearly like we have these new particle effects we really want to show off, and yes. they're like they hold up pretty well in a lot of the scenes, not all of them, but the first scene where yeah. he comes out of the sand and is like reforming, I was like, that actually looks really good, yeah, yeah. especially for 2007. Yeah, nice. it was very impressive. Pretty yeah. nice. Um, but uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get into the context, you guys. What yeah, do you think? What do you say? In. What do you say? I say let's. Good. Yes. How would this be different if it was made 20 years earlier or if applicable 20 years later? How would this be different if it was made 20 years earlier or later? Now, technically, yeah. it's been 12 years since this movie came out, but mm-hmm. I am going to make the executive decision that if we want to, we can talk about it in terms of like a modern superhero movie i mean because people have been talking spider-man 3 started trending literally the day after we decided we were going to start talking about (laughs) spider-man 3 or we're going to record like a couple days after Mm. uh and it was because people were complaining about this whole spider-man marvel Uh, disney debacle yep um and they're so they are technically making a spider-man 3 if you count the you know the rebooted spider-man with tom holland as its own Mm. little franchise Mm mm-hmm so it's not inconceivable that making this movie that this movie could be that movie. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, there is a a Venom movie that just came out. Yes. Uh, which they didn't improve upon the Venom character that much. Not really. much. <laughs> I'll say this: Eddie Brock, as as like a journalist who is competent, is a more interesting yeah angle to me than Eddie Brock this twerp who fakes photographs photographs get a job yeah 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 like, super weird um topher grace probably also wouldn't be cast as ben oh no, 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 no probably not maybe I, I mean he'd be in the running i doubt any He's of so the actors good. from this movie would carry over except no. maybe james, james cromwell <laughs> yeah <laughs> James I'm pretty Cromwell. sure James Cromwell would be Venom. James what Cromwell should have been Dr. Connors. <laughs> sure. Imagine I mean, James Cromwell. He's not a physicist. He's not a physicist. Wait, he, yeah, no. No, oh, wait, he no, is. he is a physicist. He is a physicist. He's, not, he's a biologist. not a biologist. He's not a biologist. He just knows uh, everything about, he knows a lot about symbiotes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he's a physicist. But he's a physicist. Sy- no, symbiotes and not in this movie, but lizards and. Mm, you can yeah. just tell. That he knows. Oh, a lot you can just lizards. tell. Yeah. You, you know when you face? meet someone, you're like, "Oh, they have fish." Oh, oh they, they, got they know. <laughs> you you <laughs> look at someone and you're like, oh, "They have fish." <laughs> oh, they got fish at home. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I'm saying? You know. What I'm I saying. don't, but I do at the yeah. same time. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Deep down, you know. Yeah, I can't deep explain down? it, but I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hmm. So if this movie, or we could also still go 20 years earlier and go to like 1987, if yeah. we wanted to. Uh, th- that is a period of film that I know a lot less about. If I'm sure, honest, sure, sure. it's true. It would look worse. And yeah, and 
probably have a lot of the same problems in a misogynistic sense. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, it would probably be even worse, actually. Yeah. Oh, that that shot, sure. that scene where Gwen Stacy answers a question correctly in a physics class probably wouldn't have happened. No. No, that's true. Yeah, she would have just been a model. Yeah. Also, and MJ would have been a singer, and it would have been the choice between singer and model. Oh, and you're versus, right. Versus uh, yeah. smart person and, you know, person that's good to you like and you've talented, been with for a yeah, while and, and is, is smart good and talented. And nice. Yeah, I don't know. Not that this, like, really actually affects, like, the spirit of the context, but I don't even think Venom was introduced in the Marvel oh, comics sure, yeah. in 1980 before 1987. So maybe it could have dodged that bullet and just been about Sandman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if you took this, if you took Venom out of this movie entirely, I think it would have, it wouldn't have saved it because there's so many other problems. Yeah. But I think been a it, more easily digestible movie. <laughs> yes, it doesn't. <laughs> Venom doesn't actually become a factor in the plot until like more than halfway through. And it takes until an hour and forty five minutes into the film before Eddie Brock gets in, gets mm, Venom. It's uh, pretty weird. The Venom suit. Yeah, it's very clearly like a setup. Yeah, like, well, it's an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole thing was Sam Raimi did not want to use Venom at all, and the studio's like, "No, we we want Venom." Yeah, and so he just like, "All right, well, I'm gonna do a bad." <laughs> okay, fine, I'll do it, but it's gonna be Topher. <laughs> I'm a toaf this one. Well, right. I think it's a lot easier to think about it in a in a like modern day or even yeah. like five years from now sort yeah. of context. Yeah, right, right, right. I think that's more interesting, mm-hmm. especially because as maybe is it the most rebooted franchise of superhero? Because it's got to be of superheroes. Yeah, Batman. Batman. Most, yeah, Batman had a lot of head start on yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, but it's got to be number two. It's got to be number especially two, especially yeah. like how recent, yeah, the, like yeah. how the gaps between Spider-Man versus yes. No, but Spider-Man's different now. Movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. very small. Yes. <laughs> Too yes. small. Yeah, because because if you think about the the gaps between uh, Batman and Robin and Batman Begins, and then the gaps between uh, Dark, the Dark Knight Rises and Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman mm-hmm. But also, and and the gap between Batman like nineteen sixty nine and Batman nineteen eighty nine. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. But and so those gaps are probably wider than the gaps between the Amazing Spider Man <laughs> yeah. two and Homecoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Um, so because like, when was Batman v Superman was twenty sixteen? So that was twenty four years, fifteen, three years, something like that. Because I think twenty twelve was Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what a okay. time. anyway! What a time to so, be alive. <laughs> so yeah. the, but so it's one of the most rebooted. Yes, it certainly superhero is. Franchises. It yes. certainly is, and certainly. it gets turned over quite a bit. So there is a good possibility that these villains and this plot will be revisited right. at yeah. some point in yes. Spider-Man's future. Uh, maybe played by yet another actor and yet another origin story. We can only hope for more Uncle Ben deaths on screen. Oh, for sure. We can only hope. <laughs> we all thought we were done seeing Uncle oh, Ben. Oh, we die. all thought. We all thought. And Michael, then we watched Spider Man Three, and Michael Uncle Ben died Michael like ben. at least a hundred times <laughs> in this movie. He got shot so many oh times in this movie by different people. Yeah, because it was this like alternate history stuff. Yeah, man. And like I know that guy isn't Johnny Cash, but that guy was Johnny Cash, right? No, he actually was Johnny Cash. Yeah. Yeah, that was for sure. That yeah. was footage of Johnny Cash's death. Yeah. Someone else hurt himself that day. Aww. <laughs> um, you hurt myself <laughs> today. <laughs> you hurt myself. <laughs> you hurt myself. <laughs> That's what he's saying as he fell to the ground. 
<laughs> oh, poor Johnny Uncle Cash Ben. <laughs> oh, Johnny Uncle Cash Ben. Johnny Uncle Turtle Cash. Power. Is a, <laughs> Johnny Uncle Cash is a great thing. I don't know what it is, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Uncle Cash. Johnny Uncle Cash. <laughs> um, so, so basically okay. what I'm saying is that let's say mm-hmm. the studio says, okay, Spider-Man's erase it all again. And we're doing them all again. And we the, the Gabo's got to come back. We got to get uh, Hobgoblin in here yeah, and Sandman and Venom. Could it be that they put Venom like it's a Venom sequel that they're like, okay, great, here yeah. comes Spider Man mm-hmm. now because they already have Tom Hardy and they have Venom and they so are like great. planning on putting those together at some mm-hmm. point. I think. So like that's this movie. I think is sure that Venom mm-hmm. meets up with new Spider Man and yep. new Spider Man and Venom kiss and Sandman is mm-hmm. mad mm-hmm. because. Uh, you know, they they kissed when Spider Man was upside down, <laughs> but <laughs> that then, was our kiss. That was our. Who was kissing Sandman? Was it you or Spider Man? Sandman himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, I think uh, I'm trying to figure out well, how well, this movie would be different. Well, yeah. Let, let, let's think about how That's superhero movies are different. Yeah. I mean, t- 2007. Yeah. It was literally the year before Iron Man yeah. and The Dark Knight. Wow. And those Iron were Man big and The Dark Knight in 2008 completely together completely changed the landscape of yeah, cinema they yeah. did uh wow, superhero movies became the dominant that's genre. wild that's like a very true statement and it took me a second to realize how true it was yeah yes. you're right you're totally they, right. they defined a decade yeah. wow. afterwards wow um and so this movie came out just before <laughs> and was widely panned. Yes. Yeah. So, and I think a big part of that is because a lot of the stylistic choices that they were making were out of time already. Like they were going from like late nineties kinds of stylistic choices. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I think if it were, let's imagine that they tried to update it to match superhero movies yeah. as they are now. Yeah. They'd be more comic accurate. Uh, yes, because it seemed like they had like contempt for the source material in this movie. Yeah, uh, it seems that way sometimes. Yeah, huh. a lot of times. Yeah. Um, well, it's because they can't decide. Okay, every Spider-Man reboot has has to make a choice. Do they make him sympath like sympathetic or sympathetic and funny? Mm-hmm. And so far, <laughs> the only one that's been like genuinely funny was Andrew Garfield. Yeah. True. Uh, and then the one that's the most funny. sympathetic, I would argue, is probably Tom Holland. For sure. He's the one who you most want to be like, hold him and be like, it's okay, bud. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Tobey Maguire, who's literally neither. He's n- <laughs> nothing. He's nothing. He's so bad. <laughs> he's nothing. He's such a dick to yeah. everyone. And like, he's so selfish. He's so moody and like so inept. Yep. at talking to other people mm. that it becomes infuriating just watching him have a conversation. Yeah, when he becomes Spider-Man, he's supposed to be like, he's supposed to actually gain like confidence and become yes. like this really like witty quipster and likable. And he's none of those. And things. their version of that in this <laughs> no. movie is he gains confidence by becoming a self-centered dickhole. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> like, who's just so obsessed with his own fame. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not fun. No. Like, I don't want to root for that guy. No, but it's not fun in the way that Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man is like not fun. Like, because he's right. He's got an ego and he's bad to people. Yes, yeah. but, but in a very different calculated way. He gets taken down early yes. in yeah. Iron Man. And yep. he has to be he has to build himself back up. And what he realizes in doing so is he realizes he was wrong before. Yep. Mm. And he has charm. 
and he's super charming. He actually yeah, has charm. Where genuinely has charming. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's not just kind of annoying. Yeah. He's a very he's a very uh, charismatic and very uh very yeah. magnetic screen presence yeah. that yeah. you want to watch do stuff. Um, so you're saying Robert Downey Jr. would play Spider-Man? In, uh, <laughs> I think that's exactly. Next. What I think that's what we've been saying. Because yeah. why yeah. not? Yeah. At yeah. this point. <laughs> okay. Well, no, no, hang on, hang on. So let's say. Let's you know what? Let's actually think about this. Mm-hmm. Let's say that mm-hmm. the next Spider-Man movie that they're yeah. making with the current Spider-Man actors that mm-hmm. they've built in, Tom, this is the movie that they make yeah. with those actors. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man three. Yes, basically the, this mm-hmm. basic yeah. mm-hmm. premise, yeah. mm-hmm. sort of. Yep. So what? And it will be yeah. Spider-Man three. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, it would, wow. uh, there would be a lot of there would have to be a lot of differences uh, in terms of style, certainly. There would be a more grounded sense, I think, of uh, the physics and the powers. I think uh, as much as yeah. as much as people like to, you know, and, and rightfully so, joke about how over the top so many of the superhero movies get, mm-hmm. and how weird it is that like you can drop a moon on Tony Stark, right. and he's <laughs> he's fine. Um, he's pissed about it. Yeah. <laughs> he's fine. It breaks up a little bit in the atmosphere. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> But like, but when it comes to like them using their powers, th- they take great pains to differentiate how it looks yeah. and how they interact. Whereas in this one, Spider-Man, so often I feel like f- it's like, did they forget that he's Spider-Man? I think he forgets. Yeah, yeah. he reaches for things so often, and yeah. I'm like, hey, I have a question. I have a. I'm just like <laughs> raising my hand, trying to get a suggestion for like, you here. Hey, you could shoot your web. That is your thing. <laughs> your, remember how it's your thing to shoot a web? Yeah. You could get that pole by just shooting a web at it. Yeah. Why reach for it? Why use the force like Luke in Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> like you just just shoot your web. You have a superpower. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's or the, so uh, dumb. It's or such a bad plot device. The or like his his spider sense just doesn't just isn't a thing anymore. Oh yeah, anymore. that's also not. A, it's just gone. Yeah, it's like only referenced by Eddie Brock in that which, really yeah. cool line. Yeah, yeah, and he gets snuck up on multiple times. Yeah, the initial oh, yeah, hobgoblin scene is a surprise. He's a surprise attack. Yeah, and it just happens, and he gets hit, and it's like you didn't. Number one, you didn't hear that because, like, I don't have spider senses, and I heard that. Yep. Um, two. <laughs> Listen to the mix of the movie, dog. Like, yeah, dude, heard um, that. Uh, also, quick question: Do we think that he, as the hobgoblin, had done this before, and this is not the first time that Spider-Man is seeing Harry as the hobgoblin, or is that the first time? Because the way they interact with each other. Toby uh, Peter Parker is so completely unfazed or like yeah. unsurprised right. to see Harry as the well, hobgoblin. The conversation they have when they leave the theater, it's like the first conversation they had since the whole reveal yeah. of yeah. he's like, let me explain. It's like, you right. guys haven't had this talk yet? Yeah. It's been no, so long. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. <laughs> uh oh, shit. We're breaking our rules about sequels. That's ah, true. That's a good point. Um, but let's Well, okay, but, but that's here- that's a thing that's in the movie where like clearly this had happened right right right, yeah, right. and they true. should have talked yeah, about this that's okay yeah oh, man. so it, yeah who's who's harry i think that's actually yeah. kind of my biggest question because yeah. i can see just cast a sandman sandman's the same cat you know, venom's already there easy venom storyline can be the same that's fine but harry and the hobgoblin thing i think I, is harry and the more, hobgoblin is, is my favorite john lescott movie by the way <laughs> yeah they would have to like cram in if it was an actual <sighs> sequel to this current iteration they'd have yeah. to cram in all the green goblin stuff in fact That's they'd tough. actually have to cram in most Osborne's. of the major characters yeah like yeah. uh gwen stacy yep. uh actual mary jane watson i mean mm-hmm. yes technically 
Zendaya's character mm-hmm. is called MJ, but her name isn't Mary Jane Watson. No. They'd have to introduce Mary Jane Watson. If they were making this movie yeah. now, I guess yeah. I guess if we're talking I mean, about an explicit or, Spider-Man I mean, that's, 3. Yeah, it, or yeah. we could just say like they've adapted it, because what they've done <laughs> right. with the newest iterations and what they're doing with a lot of the newer superhero movies that I think is able, the, which I think helps them get away with changing things from the comics without pissing off too many comics fans is they're sort of incorporating the various iterations of those characters yeah. stories and and the people around them and then like tweaking them just enough so that there's surprises yeah, yeah. you know like it's uh fun. like ned's character is a Mile, uh, miles morales character is miles morales's like sidekick character yeah. which the, you mm-hmm. see in into the spider verse his roommate that's Ned. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So um Yeah, so maybe it's more that like Zendaya just gets to be MJ. Yeah. Right. And we don't and there isn't also a Mary Jane Watson that comes in and a Gwen Stacy. Yeah. You just introduce a Gwen Stacy. Right. And the problem is you gotta introduce a Harry completely I unless could, Ned is Harry. I was just thinking about this. They could like they could retcon it where he was like a childhood friend but ended up going to private school. Sure, sure. Or sure. something Be like, That's Oh, so you're like, finally they, back. Hey, they bud. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort they of had what that. they did in the Amazing Spider Man two. Exactly. Yeah. Where they're like, it we've been mm-hmm. friends forever and it, it it just never came up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is just like, you guys knew. Like <laughs> <laughs> Like you, there's not that much time between these two movies. You knew you were gonna do Harry. Just get a Harry in the first one. Like, just get a Harry in the first get one. Get a Harry in the first one. Mm. Get a Harry in the first That's one. Great sex Harry power. <laughs> um, yeah. See, that's that's the trick. Is you yeah. have enough characters who could turn out to be these villains later on. Mm-hmm. You just plant yeah. as many seeds as you want, yep. and then you can grow them as needed. Yeah. yeah. And they could do like if they don't even bring in like the Eddie Brock Venom, they could do the Flash Thompson Venom. Yes, Flash Thompson. Um, yeah. yeah. He, Why he, not? They've already got. They've already got. Yeah, that dickish rival character. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, they've got, and that's comic accurate too. Like he becomes Venom and actually becomes like a good guy as Venom. Oh. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then cool. uh, uh, Martin Starr could leave his teaching profession to become the doctor who helps Harry in the hospital. Because oh. that guy looked a lot like Martin Starr. That's it. That's why. It was a long walk to <laughs> no, get I to. Like that that doctor like looked a lot like Martin Starr. <laughs> that's a fair point. He sure did. Um, so I think the movie would thematically, I think it would turn from who even the hell knows what thematically Spider-Man 3 is trying to do. Oh, it's, uh, such, a, it's like, such a mess. I don't know what it means or what it thinks at all. Like, there's no. just too many things going on. Yep. But... I think Spider-Man 3 made in 2020, 2021, whatever, you know, whatever you're thinking, would, the Sandman story would be, I think, a lot more interesting. Yeah. I think the Sandman story should have been the yeah. plot. Yeah. Because it's interesting in a way, in a uh, conviction for something that maybe a desperate person did, especially yeah. because of lack of health care. Yeah, that's incredibly relevant. It could cast Brian Cranston. It could be a whole Breaking Bad oh my thing. God. Oh, my God. That's actually amazing. <laughs> breaking sand. Breaking, breaking sand. sand. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's not terribly dissimilar from the Vulture plot, but it's even more desperate. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like, the, what Vulture they did in Homecoming like where the Vulture thing. is, yes, he, yeah. he's just like, like you know, wages like should us. be better. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's a little bit different. Well, and he he wants to, like, give his daughter a step up, too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's very similar yeah. in that sense, but it's just, like, his is more of, like, a he's accidentally thrust into this situation, mm-hmm. and he's 
just desperately trying to get out of it. Yeah. I think that's a completely different angle than Vulture, who's like very active and decisive mm-hmm. in what he's doing. But I do like the idea of it being Breaking Bad-esque. Yeah. Because then it's like, instead of being like an active criminal that's clear, like he's shooting a person. Like, okay, well, you did shoot a person. If he's just like dealing drugs. Yeah. Like, maybe, you know, I don't know. You don't like lock someone up like that. And then he <laughs> becomes the Sandman somehow. Maybe he's like the weed man. <laughs> he becomes like a puff of weed smoke. <laughs> May, well, maybe this is the superhero movie to deal with uh, excessive brutality uh, of the superheroes in apprehending. Because, okay, mm-hmm. so the Venom suit mm-hmm. shows up, mm-hmm. the, the Venom, and, and it takes over Spider-Man, and it, it feeds on all of his worst impulses, his, yeah. violent, yeah. his violence, his sense of, like, harsh justice. Yeah. Um, his uh, we can i really think they would dial back on the philandering i hope uh like the idea of him like flirting with other women in front of his girlfriend i hope wouldn't be there but fuck it who knows it's sony (laughs) um but so so the venom shoot venom suit shows up Mm -hmm. he becomes more excessively violent in his pursuit of the sandman Mm -hmm. um you know, he loses that sort of empathy that he has for the Sandman situation. Mm-hmm. And then he gets, he goes too far, of course. And then he has to be sort of, he has to be stopped by Hobgoblin, who is, he's not like getting revenge for his father or something like that. He's coming in to like stop spy, like evil Spider-Man. Oh. to like to yeah. stop him from go- sure. like going over the edge he's gone too far he needs to be stopped hmm. uh so oh. he's hobgoblin he, he, was, he was convinced with the clip at the end of uh far from home which i don't know if we want to spoil that because it's not on video yet <laughs> oh it's true, true. true but uh but yeah like he could be like somebody who's like oh yeah he is a menace yeah he is a menace yes yeah. that's true yeah so he he's trying to restore the neighborhood basically <laughs> and make then, it a more friendly neighborhood Mm. yes yeah. and uh you know i think that could be a way to introduce a, the question of uh how how solving these sorts of complicated problems with violence yeah and incarceration um, and incarceration you yeah know, maybe not the world's greatest way to yeah solve a problem i think i think having a young educated woke spider-man <laughs> being the one to address those kinds of issues in a superhero movie makes the most maybe the it most does. sense yeah, yeah. I actually I, want I like this it. movie now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could be cool. Sandman deserves better is yeah. what I think. Yeah. yeah. As a, like this arc from Spider-Man 3 should have taken up, sucked up all of the Venom time. Yeah. Venom yes. canceled, crossed out, put on the side, put in the garbage, whatever yes. you want to do with him, burn him up. And then those, all those scenes go to more Sandman stuff and more complexity around that yeah. character. Cause he really like, I forgot that whole deal. Yeah. I forgot most of what Sandman even was. Right. I was just like, yeah, I do remember him being pretty big, and he was pretty sand. And <laughs> he that's was a, pretty sand. That's about all I got. So sand. And yeah. and then he and was then. actually an interesting character yeah. that yeah. did not get the amount of screen time to be interesting than he could have had. No, and then he was forced to make illogical decisions within yeah. the plot. Oh, God. When Venom comes so to him, stupid. and number one knows who he is, and they never explain that. Uh, yeah. And yeah. like his whole story... Because they never really explain the whole nature of, like, Venom being another consciousness. So it's possible that, like, he transferred that knowledge to Eddie Brock. Sure. Since Spider-Man mm-hmm. knew that stuff. 
Yeah, but I was thinking I maybe that was it, but, but they, they never say it. They, they never get into it. Yeah. Also, why is it that Spider-Man, uh, the Venom just turns Spider-Man's suit black, but it takes over Eddie Brock's entire body? Yeah, they make his like teeth sharp and shit. No, you yeah. know, you know why? Why is that? It's because uh, Eddie Brock is wearing a skin suit. He's an alien. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, it just brings out his true nature. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. it doesn't bring out his true nature. It's like he's wearing skin. And so, of course, it changes his skin. God. Yeah. yeah. There's another little alien on the inside and oh, then like a, a skin suit and then an alien <gasps> so on the outside. So it's Tony Shalhoub underneath. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'm a Tony Shalhoub underneath and a Tony Shalhoub in the streets. <laughs> I'm Tony Shalhoub. It's nice Hi, to be I'm Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> It's Maisel December. That's what his business is. <laughs> the marvelous Mrs. Says. Maisel coming back <sighs> this December. Mm. Um, but yeah, I... Sandman could like have the name Sandman because of the drugs that he sells. Yeah, exactly. He's the Sandman. Yeah. Oh, and then like God. the name becomes ironic after he becomes a Sandman. It's great, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It would be like if uh, Walter White became, you know, a a chunk of meth. It'd <laughs> be pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. A hunk a hunk a chunk of bl- burning meth. <laughs> beautiful um okay but so basically superhero movies have evolved a lot yeah. in the last decade and imagining that we're changing the rules of this context a little bit yeah, but like great. if they were to remake this movie now mm-hmm. i just think that they would have first off they'd have a lot more cachet to do it yeah i think at the time there was this sense of actually i was thinking about this and actually this context is the perfect time to bring this up even though this context has already been going on super long and i apologize but I was thinking when the opening credits were going and it was showing us all these clips from the previous movies to sort of like catch us up like a previously in Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. The history of the serialized sequel. If you look back to sequel movies, there were a lot of them in the er- in early cinema, yep. but very rarely were they so dependent on having seen the previous film. Yeah. Usually they were movies that could more or less stand on their own that would maybe reference the previous films, but the idea wasn't you had to see the one Mm. before it to get what's happening in this Mm. one. It was more just like a genre clue? Yeah. Like, this will be like those other ones. Yes. Okay, okay. That's why there are so many horror movies that, like, are sequels Uh, to other horror movies that have nothing to do with those. Halloween (laughs) 3. Yeah. Yeah. It's just (laughs) there. Or Trolls 2. Or Trolls 2, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so and I was thinking about this and I think that that is something that has evolved significantly with home streaming and Mm -hmm. with DVD sales and Mm -hmm. and home video in general. And I think they would play into that a lot more in a in a more recent like a newer adaptation. I mean, they already have the MCU is one huge serialized story. Yeah. Many of the films of which uh, can be watched on their own, but. Some of them, not so much. Yeah, they not to full effect for pretty sure. Pretty heavily on the rest. Yeah, of yeah. Guy. I mean, we explored that in the Infinity War episode. Uh, yeah. How well they were able to make that movie work on its own, but considering everything that yeah. came before it and what it was about. Yeah. But I do not think the same can be said for Endgame necessarily, because no. there is so much referencing of the past films, yeah. including them actually going to some of the past films. Or like showing scenes yeah. from the past films. You're totally right too. Just like thinking of like the the '90s Batman movies, there was no real connection from like Batman to Batman Returns to Batman Forever to Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. like at all. Yeah, and they, they were just all Batman movies. Yeah, they're just all Batman movies. Yeah. And like Alfred was the only like connecting link <laughs> between <laughs> them. Yeah, um, missing link. That's crazy. And so and so I think you know that would be a differentiator in terms of what they were able to do with the movie then. 
versus what they're doing now, I think there would be a lot less of having to recap the relationships, a lot less of like, they would be more cognizant of the overarching character growth mm-hmm. from movie to movie and probably less likely to from the start of one movie make them basically forget half of the character growth from yeah. the movie before yeah, yeah. whoopsies uh, because they know the audience has seen that and yep. they're mm. they're up on it you know about it about yeah more judicious use of time for sure yeah yeah Speaking- i can't believe how long this movie is oh my god and oh, for no so reason no reason so i looked many at the sequences. time and i was like you kidding me <laughs> two hours and 20 minutes why yeah, ridiculous yes, the whole crane sequence i was like <laughs> literally the only narrative purpose to that whole crane accident sequence is to introduce the fact that eddie brock is into gwen stacy they aren't yeah. dating even no, yeah because they her. they had yes. a, they had coffee they went out on a date and literally, if you cut that and just had him interacting with her in that later scene with the key to the city, okay, I guess it also sets up the key to the city thing. But like, uh, not a lot, you don't even though. need that. He's no. Spider-Man. He's already a celebrity. Yeah. Maybe they just decide exactly. to give him the fucking key to the mm-hmm. city. Yeah. You don't like, need it. You don't need it. You don't need it. But James Cromwell did get to talk. And that you did was get nice. to see James yeah. Cromwell talk. And I think and that's it was for the crom. It's yeah. always, got to do it for the crom. Yeah. Got to cram for the crom. Do it for the crom. Anyway. Instacrom. Speaking. Speaking of judicious use of time, let's move on to another context. Because this was the longest one ever. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. What is the true meaning of Christmas according to this movie? (gasps) What is the true meaning of Christmas according to Spider-Man 3? Um, oh jeez. Oh wow. (laughs) Oh my god, there's so so I mentioned this uh you know, recently on this podcast today. That I don't feel like I understand what this movie's about. <laughs> no, like, yeah, no. at all. Like yeah. I don't. I don't. It's because I don't think it's about anything. It's really hard to try to like. There are some Spider-Man movies that are very, very clearly about things, and this one isn't one of those movies. No, this well, one. And, is and I mean, not. you know, this show. I'm a firm believer in every movie is saying something. It sure and I think is. this movie yeah. is. I just don't think it knows what it is. Yes. No. So we need it. It's our job. It's our job to we figure out. We need to get in there and put on our minor hats and chip, yeah. chip, chip. Uh, how about, okay, there's one. It's not uh, It's not a super like jokey one, but like Uh-oh. Uh, forgiveness. Forgiveness is good. That's a, that's a big Forgiveness theme. is good. Hey, Spawn, yeah. you want forgiveness? Get religion. Okay. Ah. I, lo- I, I love how <laughs> terrible that line is. I actually wrote in my notes, no character in this movie is capable of accepting comfort from anyone else. Yeah. Anytime someone is like, "Hey, I'm sorry about whatever," they're every single time huh. the character they're talking to is like, "Whatever, I don't even, you know." Right. They're like, "I don't want to talk about this right now." Huh. Even even characters who did the same had the same thing happen to them in a previous scene, like fucking Peter Parker tries to comfort MJ about the mo- about the review of her play, and she just like doesn't yeah. want to hear it. Yeah. And then later she tries to comfort him about learning about Uncle Ben yeah. being murdered by someone else. Anyway, yep. and and he just doesn't even want to wow. like allow her to talk to him. It's like fuck off, you yeah. know. Like <laughs> practice what you preach. Yeah. Mm, practice what you preach. Practice. Okay, preach. so forgiveness is good. Yeah, yeah. We, we know that forgiveness is good. What about uh, the one th- person that I do think accepted a little bit of comfort is dying Harry Osborne. 
on yeah. the rooftop. Tying Harry when Osborne. MJ was like, "Oh, I, I will. I'll go get someone." He's like, "No, no, no. Just stay here and hang out with me. Like, just hang out with me while I die on this rooftop." And I think that's what Christmas is like. Friendship. <laughs> friendship. <laughs> is big, <laughs> friendship is a big theme here. Yeah. And is, so, dying friends mm-hmm. at Christmas. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I do think that the idea is, and this is a big stretch, but this is a webby, stretchy movie, so mm-hmm. it's thematic. Nice. The the dying on the rooftop scene is a metaphor, very explicitly a metaphor. Clearly. For the difference between expending all your energy running around getting things and trying to do all the shopping and all the decorating and the travel and everything when what you should be doing is spending time with the people you love because you never know how long they have left mj should not have gone to go get medicine or gone to get a doctor or gone to do any of that stuff you just stay there and you enjoy the moments (laughs) that's what it's all about that's what that scene is about yeah yeah uh working together yeah because the yeah. only way Spider-Man oh, is right, able yeah. to defeat the villains uh, uh, is th- through teamwork. Through and the teamwork. only way the, the villains were going to defeat Spider-Man is through teamwork. teamwork. Yeah. Yep. So there's good teamwork and bad teamwork. Yeah. So you got to yeah. make sure to team up with the right. So you got to have a good but, family. But That's the <laughs> ultimate message being teamwork wins. Teamwork, teamwork does, is how yeah. you win. Teamwork is how you win. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. And also using your words works. Because like it, it is mm, Sandman oh accepts God, yes. his forgiveness at the end and just... That's true. Away. He says, "I forgive you." Yeah, and, and then he like he has that look of comfort on his face, and then, and then he disintegrates. <laughs> yeah, which is and the wildest yeah. way. He's like, "Great, I'm cool. going now." Well, then I guess <laughs> yeah. I'm dying and or well, becoming okay. a bird. Here's the thing. He yeah. Well, okay. So he doesn't. All of the sand goes together. Yeah. So he's not dead. No, no he's, he's, he's just reformed. He's just going away. He's yeah. flying. He, apparently, he can fly. Yeah. He's just gonna <laughs> go hang out with his daughter. I yeah. think because yeah. what he's gonna do. It's I like mean, cool. So we're you're not locking me up for all yeah. the shit I did. Yeah, <laughs> now, I think that was really his agenda in that scene. Was like, are you going to put me in jail? Okay, great. Then see you later. <laughs> and that's why he kept looking at him as he was like disintegrating. Like, yeah. okay, maybe he won't. Maybe, okay, uh, maybe uh, he uh, handcuffs coming out. No, no, no. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Handcuffs coming out. Handcuff, handcuffs coming out. <laughs> hey, handcuffs Spider-Man coming out. loves handcuffs. Spider-Man loves handcuffs. Mm, cuff mm. me, baby. Hey, Christmas is cuffing season. Christmas is cuffing. That's uh, That's I, ha- I was going to say, Christmas okay, is please tell me season. this is something because it sounds like nothing. It's but cuffing at the same time, season, it's baby. It's better if it's nothing. <laughs> it's way better. It's way better being nothing. Mm. Mm. That's what Sandman thought when he disintegrated into a bunch of things. Yeah. It's better being nothing. It's better being nothing, baby. Mm. Uh, the true meaning of Christmas is friendship. Friendship. And I I do like the idea of Christmas being like about uh, forgiveness specifically, but especially with like people like Harry. Like maybe you've had some, some beef mm-hmm. or some bad shit, but it's about coming to an understanding and realizing like we've been through some stuff, but it doesn't matter. You're my friend best friend mm-hmm. as as is so emotionally said by a beautiful beautiful boy <laughs> that that line <laughs> my best friend my best friend oh my the, god the smile on his face i love face. his shit-eating grins oh. in this movie he oh makes me god. so happy are, wait 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 wait. which line are we talking about here because i'm talking about when he's in the hospital yeah. right? oh yeah okay good, 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 that's good. like this the line on the roof is a callback to that yeah but it is right. he's not grinning as much no <laughs> but that that's the moment where i'm just like i went from like really not caring for james franco at all to being like this dude is brilliant yeah. because that is so bad. It is. And he knows it and I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I think honestly maybe my favorite role of his was in The Disaster Artist because yeah. he is incredibly good at playing someone who is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um 
<laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, there's a lot of meanings of Christmas. See, again, yeah. that's the problem. This movie just sort of shoots a bunch of well, shots at a yeah, wall. Well, like Christmas yeah. bells. There's a big yeah. Christmas bell. There's, a oh, Christmas there's, there's something okay. there, right? Can someone, can someone uh, explain to me why he went to that church real quick? No reason. Uh, because in the comics, uh, ringing mm. a bell and using sonic waves uh, takes out the Venom suit. But there's no reason that's set up in this movie whatsoever yeah, okay, for him to th- do that. That's good to right. know. Because yeah, right. I was very angry that they just didn't tell me that that was a weakness of yeah. the Venom suit, I guess. Cool. That's great. Yep. I love yeah. that. Like, it is, I just love it. I think it is done wow. by accident in the comics. Like It is the bell ringing and being like, oh, that's doing something. But yeah. it's still like... Wouldn't there I think have there was been more reason for him to be there? <laughs> a great reason for him to just come up with one. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. You came up with a reason for Eddie Brock to go to church, and it was to ask yeah. God to kill Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sir, uh, I never talked to you before, but uh, could you kill Spider Man for me? Thanks. It Peace. starts off like so humbly too, what? and then like I know. It's, just one wish: kill Spider Man. It's it's exactly Spider Man. It's exactly the same line that they do as a joke <laughs> and plot point in This Is the End. Yeah, mm. when Jonah Hill is yes. Like, just really want you to kill Jay. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that's um, funny. It's good. But that scene rules. Um, does it? Yeah, um, Eddie Brock is great. Best character oh, in this movie. Uh, let's see. I, I mean, I just think love and togetherness, friendship, all mm. the all those usual yeah. traditional mm-hmm. kind of ideas. Um, okay, here's an idea. Oh, yeah. You've heard of the Christmas creep, correct? Uh, Sorry, the idea of Christmas creep. Is this is this something that rings any bells? The Christmas getting asked. earlier and yes, earlier. Yes. Oh yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the okay. idea. So I think Christmas creep is represented in this movie by, by Toby Maguire. By, by, by <laughs> he is the Christmas. Creep. <laughs> He's the Christmas creep. Get him out of here this December in theaters. <laughs> God, I hate him. Yeah, it's, it's the Christmas creep is represented by the Venom suit by the symbiote creeping onto people's bodies and making them turn into bad versions of themselves because yeah. they're too stressed out from all the retail. All the materialistic yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I don't think he ends up, you know, spending more money or something as Venom. He, he does. He, he does? does. He goes and buys that suit. Oh, he does. And he takes, he buys he takes Gwen Stacy to that, he like, takes it to hip, a fancy jazz hip jazz club. club. Mm-hmm. And he probably breaks a lot of things at that club that he'll have to pay for. Right, and he's already, <laughs> as we've seen, very broke. Yeah. Oh, mm. pretty broke. Yeah. Pretty, so he's a very broke. irresponsible <laughs> just because he's on that Christmas creep or rather that Christmas creep is on him. Mm. So I, th- I do think that that synergizes well with the whole like. Don't don't be too obsessed with what's going on out there or all of the various distractions of the world and get to what matters, which is dying with your friends on rooftops. <laughs> yeah, that is what matters. <laughs> Best I think friends. I honestly. <laughs> Excuse me. I honestly think at this point, yeah, that is the closest thing that this movie yeah. has to the Truman Show like Christmas. Dying is with friends on rooftops. Dying with friends on rooftops. <laughs> is that an album title or is that a band name? Dying with friends on rooftops is uh, my Panic at the Disco song. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I write sins, not dying with friends on YouTube <laughs> rooftops. <laughs> it doesn't even make for any real, sense. Though. No, uh, for um, real. All right. Do we have any other thoughts on the true meaning of Christmas according to Spider-Man 3? I think it's like, don't be mean. Yeah, don't be mean is a big one. But, 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 one big but. Let's also clarify that Peter Parker, even without the Venom suit, is still mean. Yes, let's be fair to him. And he is still mean. does ultimately end up getting redeemed and, like, Mary Jane, like, basically forgives him by the end. Yeah. 
so which, that's which, like that's a message all, that doesn't quite doesn't no, quite yeah. it's not a perfect through line but i think mj is who we're supposed to be in this movie not peter parker mm. he peter parker sucks we all know a peter parker sure he's like just kind of a dick and like doesn't think about anybody but themselves and every time you bring up a a problem they're like oh yeah i think about that when i'm really famous and that's a, that's very similar <laughs> to my problems being so popular mm. <laughs> like we all know people like that right. we all know a peter parker yeah and you know honestly here's the easiest thing for him to have said in that moment yeah i work for j jonah jameson who is constantly trying yeah. to get me to prove that spider-man is evil <laughs> and telling me how much spider-man sucks all yeah. day yeah you know that yeah. can be hard, but I just, you know, like I have to accept that it's not actually about me. Like mm, that's a that's conversation a, yeah. you have with someone you're trying to comfort. Yeah. Yikes. That's how that goes. Or just, yeah, that sucks. Or just, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, that sucks. Even that. Man. Even that. Even that. Peter. Peter. Pete, Peter. 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 <laughs> you guys want to do it in their context? I yeah. do. What's the worst hot take someone could make about this movie? That it's good? <laughs> oh, money ooh, well spent. Ooh, 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 ooh. I've heard a real good hot take that somebody made about this movie. And really? It is that the jazz scene and the the like pointing at women on the streets thing is brilliant and not stupid, which is a very hard hot take to make. Yeah. But it was like a long Twitter thread about how that was genius because it represents how peter parker feels spider-man is and like that's what peter parker thinks is cool which obviously isn't cool to anyone yes clearly people are not totally taken by him most of the time yeah Yeah. until they get to the jazz club Mm -hmm. in which at which point they are very taken. they are and they think he's really great which he has not changed his behavior at all so i'm really not sure what you're doing with this super sam raimi but okay Uh, but that is a hot take that i have heard in reality someone has it it's actually shot to shot it doesn't when he's walking down the sidewalk i was paying attention to this because i was trying to track are they doing like a I mean, obviously, they probably wouldn't have used this terminology, and also, based on everything else, they would not have thought this. But are they doing kind of like a toxic masculinity thing? Yeah, I thought where so. Where it's maybe. like he's he's like this is what cool guys are like, and he's just treating and everybody's women, grossed like, out, ogling at women, and mm-hmm. just being a shithead, and everyone's like, ugh. Yeah, and which first, it was at first. And then there's a shot where he's looking at a couple of women on the sidewalk and he's like pointing at them and they like give him this like weird yeah. and they like laugh at him. Yeah, which is and inappropriate. And then the camera cuts to his face and a couple women walking past turn around and they like smile. Yeah. Like, Ooh. Yeah. And it's like pick, pick, yeah. a, <laughs> pick yeah. a, a, a reaction. It's just it, nothing. It very much felt like how incels see the world it's like oh the more of an asshole you are the more women are gonna be like oh maybe this guy's interesting right seriously like it really is incel fantasy yeah it is so uh, a great hot take of course is that scene is genius yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which that's is, absolutely which it is absolutely not no, it's, that's like that thing that uh i think all three of us have talked about before um where somebody's like oh man it's brilliant that that moment in uh <laughs> revenge of the sith where anakin uh uses a blue and a red lightsaber to chop off Dooku's head. Oh. It, re- it represents his transition to the dark side because he has the two color lightsabers and then somebody just goes, also he chopped off a guy's head so it's pretty subtle. <laughs> so it's pretty subtle. <laughs> his transition to the dark side. Yeah, because he just literally executed a right. man by chopping off his head with two lightsabers. <laughs> you know. So subtle. God, so yeah, subtle. Oh, God. That, is a, that is a great, 
great interpretation yeah. of it. <laughs> right. Textually rich scene. Mm, so rich. Well, and mm. I think it's time to be a little vulnerable and yeah. admit that one of the worst hot takes about this movie is one that I think, as we've discussed, yeah. we, we probably had, mm. which was that Kirsten Dunst was, was dragging somehow dragging oh, it down huh. or was like was okay. was being a wrench yeah, in the works kind sure. of thing absolutely was was yeah. a weak link yes in yeah. an otherwise brilliant movie yes well, and i think it goes back to that same situation of um th- we see it a lot more on tv these days mm-hmm. uh well less so now but for a while we were where people were so pissed off at the wives of yeah like Skylar White from Breaking Skylar Bad, White from Breaking Bad yeah. or or Edie Falco's yeah. character on yeah. the Sopranos yeah. sure, you know sure. it's people would say like oh why are they so whiny and annoying and it's like huh. well their husbands are murderers yeah. and yeah. like drug dealers and bad people yeah. yeah they're in the right yeah so like they should be yeah. mad yeah. Yeah. yeah and honestly spider-man turns pretty anti-hero for a lot of this movie yeah, yeah. even yes. when he's not venom suit he's still like dude you're being a dick yeah like, what are you doing so and mj's just standing up for cruel. her reasonable self yeah being like this is not working dog the- you're being a freak literally the only reason why the chemistry between mary jane and peter parker doesn't work in these movies it's not Kristen Dunst. No, it's It's, it's Tobey Maguire, 100%. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's She's solo Tobey Maguire. Yeah. I do think that uh, there are a lot of lines that they are both victims of this. Mm. Uh, the script is not great. No, it's uh, not. No, it is not. No. And I think a lot of her lines that are uh, that are bad lines get, she delivers them, you know, as well as anyone could, but they're, yeah. they're horrible. Yeah, she does the best with what uh, she has. Yeah, and I think that it makes it easier to be like, oh, look okay, at all the dumb things she said in this movie. Right. Like, well, look how bad of an actor she is. Well, and the movie treats her like a prop because yeah. because her function in the film is to cause conflict for Peter Parker. And then when she is finally ready to when she it seems like she is finally going to do the thing she should do, which is break up with him. She doesn't make that decision on her own. She doesn't come to the conclusion that this isn't working for me. I need to do what's right for me. She is forced to do it by another male character uh, who is just using her breaking up with Spider-Man as an excuse to make Spider-Man sad. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no explicit threat made that like shows that like, hey, if you don't do this, I'm going to die right now or something like that. Right. And (laughs) her boyfriend is Spider-Man and she knows that. So it's just weird to me that she doesn't even try to. She doesn't even try. Yeah. (laughs) Huh. But so it's like she's not even allowed the agency to decide her yeah. own relationships. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very it's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think uh, a pretty bad hot take for this movie could be Harry and MJ are better than Peter and MJ. I mean, he because I think eventually they yeah. could be sure. For this movie, it makes no sense. No, like no, the idea that any of that flirting makes any sense at all. I mean, at least he's treating her nicely. He's until being he a nice physically person. attacks her. Yeah. Until he physically attacks her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like before yeah. he gets his memory back, which we yeah. won't even talk about yeah. right now. <laughs> right. Um, he's at least like he's treating her like a like a person, like mm-hmm. a friend, mm-hmm. and it just sort of happens. And it's like, yeah, you know that that's that's how chemistry works. That's how <laughs> people interact with right. each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it obviously has other problems. Sure, sure, but uh, you know it's it's, um, and I so my question what what 
what I'm wondering about myself is what is it about what was it that made me think back then that s- to sympathize mm. so heavily with Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker in these <laughs> movies and to just be so frustrated with Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane Watson? I think we were in a more toxic space. Yeah. Personally, like, I, I, like, cause I, I, it was the same thing for all three movies. I was like, ugh. But like she's not right. the problem. No. But I was, and so were many of us. But it, yeah, it's it's really embarrassing to look back and be like, wow, I was hmm. a yeah. shit yeah. for no reason other than yeah. like I I guess I was just straight up more misogynist back yeah, then. Yeah, that that cool like, white up, man yeah. on the screen. Yeah. is me. Yeah, he's cool. He's Spider Man. Why is she being so annoying? Yeah, just be girlfriend. Yeah, just be Spider-Man's yes. girlfriend. Yeah. I think maybe that's part of it. It's <laughs> yeah. like when like yeah, we wow. were when when Ugh. you're sort of given the idea that you're like owed love. Yeah. Or that like yeah. you know, yeah, it's the nice guy thing. Yeah, it's yeah, which I like that was like my whole skis like Me too. way back in the day. It was I, I'm terrible. Not gonna, I'm not going to mm-hmm. pretend that I wasn't uh, you know, it's a part of my life that yeah. I'm not proud of, but yeah. uh you know, when when I was a younger guy, I was always into that like there are way girls like nice guys. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then I got older and was like, oh no, yeah, I'm like, the problem. <laughs> like, hey, uh, I'm nice to you, so you owe me. Like, yes. it's, it's literally yeah. that. And it it's was transactional. Ah, so fucking gross. Right. It's gross. And it's, yeah. it's, but it's something that I think we have to confront. And I think yeah. as a society, we've been confronting it a lot. And I think yeah. that's a, a, a major step forward. Yep. But I think, you know, that, that's a hot take at this point to, to, to say at this point, yeah, the Kirsten Dunst is the, the, the Mary Jane Watson is the problem with these movies. Yeah. That would be so a hot take. Clearly yeah. a bad take. I yeah. love it. Um, it takes a lot of work, but, uh, to prove that I, but it's, but it, I think that's still a popular take probably. because probably. I think a lot of people haven't like, well, I also think a lot of people haven't rewatched these movies yeah. in a while. Yeah. Um, People tend to really romanticize the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. They do, and it's really frustrating. It's it's like tough. Spider-Man Two is always like in the top like three of the top superhero movies of all time, and I don't know how, but that's like, not what we're talking. So about. many publications <laughs> are just so into it, and I just ne- I, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, what's weird is our takes on on these movies are probably closer to hot takes than yeah, like most people's actual true. opinions. It's, it's true. Point. It, it's just uh, but this this movie. I think we're in the majority. Yeah, of, us, of assuming oh, yeah. that it's bad. We all, yeah. I th- I think most people people like to duck out Spider Man three. Yeah, and have very for a while. Easy. Right, it's yeah. not a recent thing. Like since the day it came out. Yeah, like, yes. it's been a thing. And yet it's still one of the highest grossing films of all time. Mm. Yeah. Well, we were all curious. I mean, I didn't see it, so <laughs> I saw it at midnight. Oh, I, yeah. I I can't remember if I saw it at midnight or opening day, but it was definitely like yeah. Almost. I was hyped for it. Oh wait, no, it was midnight because uh, we were playing Spider-Man Two, the video game. Oh yeah, leading up to the midnight. Yeah, I think I yeah. saw you there. <laughs> I looked. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I was that guy that tried to swing into the screen like Spider-Man, and I died. Oh yeah, we all laughed. <gasps> oh, our it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> we took it to the rooftop, to and we and we yes, died with you. Best friend. <laughs> <laughs> On the rooftop, I died with you. <laughs> That's nothing. Yeah, anyway, I liked it, but no thanks. Um. All right. Any other terrible hot takes? Mm, terrible hot I mean, takes. There's probably there's, a there's lot. A, you could probably spend all day. J- basically, every hot take is just this was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. What if it was said in a high school? <laughs> I mean, that they did that. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean they're in college, I mean, so I mean, they did. <laughs> 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 I 
It would be Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it would be Spider-Man Homecoming. Hey, yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Hey, we did it. We did it. One for each ghost. <laughs> if a character got a spin-off, which would it be and what would it be like? Venom, Venom? starring Tom Hardy. Venom. <laughs> okay, one for each ghost. Keep going. Yeah. I like this game. Spooky time. What would it take to make this a horror movie? Bruce Campbell turns into Evil Dead character. Next one. <laughs> oh, so, okay. No, wait, wait, hang on. Bruce Campbell turns into Ash from the Evil Dead. There we go. And he has to fight Eddie Brock as Venom. Yep. Nice. Yeah, okay. Eddie Brock was brought upon by the Necrocomicon. Nice, nice, nice. A Necrocomicon? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was at the Necrocomicon. Necro- <laughs> yeah, it was at the Necrocomicon. <laughs> the Horror Comic Festival. Three, one for each ghost. Yes. What is a practical life lesson you could learn from this movie? Die on a rooftop with your friends. One for each ghost. <laughs> Ship it. Which characters should have gotten together and why? Okay, hang on. Let's actually take a second I like on this. Yeah, one. this one's good. Ship it. Which characters should have gotten together and why? Yes. Because there are so many characters who do get together who absolutely should not have been together. Yes. And I would like Wait, to. Who posit- else actually gets together? Well, I guess gets together is the wrong phrase, but well, okay. Kisses. Gwen Maybe. Stacy and Peter Parker in this movie? No, thank you. No, no, thank you. It seems completely contrived and out of nowhere, and yeah. there's no kind of mystery whatsoever. That I don't kiss get it. On that stage, it. makes me so furious. Yeah, Which well, especially that's sense. like his idea too. Like, yes, he's like, he's like, lay one on me, kiss me, lay it on me, kiss me. They'll love Fucking it. smooch me. My girlfriend's here, and she knows who I am. Smooch me. What? Why? Yeah. Like, under what circumstances? Ah, cancel Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Honestly. Cancel Spider-Man. Well, okay. <laughs> cancel Tobey Maguire. Cancel Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. That. Uh, and if you believe... Cancel Raimi Man. If you believe <laughs> the uh, story behind the book and film Molly's Game, cancel Tobey Maguire. Yes. 100%. There's some dark shit. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Who should have gotten together in this movie? Um, I actually had a couple ideas for this, I feel like. Okay. I think Peter Parker and the landlord's daughter. Yeah. I yeah. Think I'm kind of into that. Yeah. Kind of Because she's clearly pining. Yeah. Uh, and just is a nice person. Yeah, very understanding. And he's really a dick to her. Yeah, like, and he I, says a lot of mean stuff about nuts. Yeah, but towards the end, like she brings out kind of the best in him. Like yeah. in like one of their later interactions, mm-hmm. it's just like she's just pure maybe. and good. Yeah. Or counterpoint, the landlord's daughter and MJ. That's better. Commiserating about mm. what a dick Peter Parker yes. is to yeah. both of them, and it romance blossoms. And from then it just happens. Hatred. It turns the out that they're both. They both have stuff in common. It's like, wait, your dad was abusive to you. Well, Peter's abusive to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's like, it's like a I've heard of a dad being abusive to you, but Peter being abusive to my dad. <laughs> oh no, oh, that's true. Yeah, though. yeah. A mean person. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, who could have nasty Spider-Man gotten together with? Because Na- let's. I don't want Peter Parker to get together with anyone in this movie. No. So I want him. My fantasy yeah. is for nasty okay. Peter. <laughs> nasty Peter. Nasty Peter. <laughs> That's what he went by. Yeah. He had a name tag and it said it. <laughs> to get together with someone. And it's not Gwen Stacy. Who do you think it is? I who think, else is nasty? I think in this Harry. Movie? I was going to say Hobgoblin. Ooh, Harry. Yeah. Okay. Evil Harry. Yeah. Evil Harry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what is it that he says? Um, he's like, look at little Goblin Junior. Is yeah. that what he says? Something, Something like that. I think that's yeah. what he says when he sees Harry's dick for the first time. When they get 
Oh, this is a perfect time to I'm gonna bring be out my, my list of Oh my god, I'm going to be gobbling that. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be gobbling that junior. Ooh, it's weird. We can never we can yeah. never forget. It's weird. <laughs> I'm going to be gobbling that junior. Oh no. That's a <laughs> the junior King. is burger really King. tough. It's a burger. I know. The, ooh, <laughs> the junior is tough. <laughs> <laughs> the junior is tough. <laughs> okay, so here's a thing that I realized oh, yes. in okay. this movie. You tease I have this. I have a list of things that are that's labeled BSM for Black Spider-Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> things that, uh, quotes attributed to him. And yeah. I want us to just sort of go over them and in a, in a maybe an effort to figure out who would be his best partner, okay. but also just to rank them uh-huh. in terms of like which okay. one we think is coolest. I'm just going to say them all. Okay. Now dig on this. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Find us some shade. Okay, <laughs> re- real quick, can I... Oh shit! You're gonna keep reading them. I had one for the now dig on this. Oh, so oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say this. This feels like the end when you just read random. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it does. does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll say now dig on this again. Okay, this actually brings me to a note that I had, which is mm. I don't know if you guys remember when Sandman was running away from the cops in that one scene, and he hides in that truck. Yeah, I do. And they lift the thing up, and the guy goes up with the shovel, and he just stabs. He's yeah. going to stab into the sand. Dude, you could have fucking killed somebody <laughs> yeah. by stabbing them with a yeah. shovel. We all know cops that's don't police care. shovel brutality. It is. Yes. Cops don't care so, about killing people. So brutal shovel cop. Yeah, brutal shovel evil cop. Spider Man. Now dig on this. That means he should date Sandman. Maybe. <laughs> as far yeah, as I can tell. Yeah, yeah, as far as I can tell. All right. Yeah, three way with the nasty shovel cop. What about? Yeah, yeah everything okay here, Paul? <laughs> what about that one yeah everything okay here paul um <laughs> he did have some uh i mean i don't think he had a lot of chemistry with that bartender that he was talking to no, or bouncer no. i think he was just gonna get kicked out yeah um i love that little giggle It's so, it's so. He says that. Yeah, he, he says does. it to Gwen Stacy when he they're sure walking into that does. club. And yeah. yikes. Should he, it be with J. Jonah Jameson? Oh, He's maybe. a laugher. He is a laugher. He loves Eddie Brock, to laugh. maybe? Him and Honestly, a I, giggle. he does love a I, Topher Grace is a little giggle. He is a little giggle. Like, if there's a way to <laughs> like, personify a little giggle, it's Topher Grace. Yeah. Mm, he's a little too smug. That's like, yeah. but that's like his comedic yeah. vibe. Is he's yeah, like kind he's of a, a little he's smug. like a little yeah, bit true. of a, a doofus. That's a good point. But like also kind of full of himself. Yeah, a smug. Giggle. Like too uh, full of himself, yeah. and he gets brought back down. Yeah, in the roles that he plays. Yeah, for sure. What's the word for like when you go like, <laughs> like a scoff? Kind of a scoff. He's yeah. more like a little scoff, and less yeah. like a little giggle. Like a chortle. Yeah. Oh. I love that little chortle. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> a goblin Said junior. BSM to Topher Grace's character in Spider-Man 3 in my fanfiction. Zip. I love that little chortle. <laughs> it just sounds like a Pokemon. Chortle, chortle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yikes. And then, uh, any any yeah. more BSMs? Uh, uh, I think those are the good ones. I also have... I mean, good is a, this is isn't a relative a, this term. This isn't a quote, but I do have a... Can play the piano really well, Black Spider-Man. <laughs> Where did that come from? That was fucking ridiculous. He was really good. I mean, sure. Oh, these could yeah. be... It could be <gasps> BSDMs. DMs from Black Spider-Man. Yes, BSDMs. Yes. That's good. So this, the Black Spider-Man that can play the piano really well gets together with J.K. Simmons from 
Whiplash. Yeah. Who oh, <laughs> also can play jazz piano really well. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> so canonically, this is a prequel to J.K. Simmons, uh, or J. Jonah Jameson actually yeah. becoming a jazz high school music oh teacher. God. It's like, oh my God, that's exactly my tempo. <laughs> that is precisely <laughs> my uh, tempo. That's my tempo. Uh, oh, baby, that's, that's my, my tempo. tempo. <laughs> <laughs> oh baby, that's my tempo. <laughs> Yikes, that's good. <laughs> so I think we pretty much. So, solved folks, the two. next time you're making love to your significant other, just remember the words of J.K. Simmons from Whiplash: <laughs> <laughs> "Fucking black Spider-Man." <laughs> oh, that's my tempo. Oh, that's my tempo. Throwing symbols everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> just throwing symbols, man. Yeah. Mm, just, just jazz everywhere. <laughs> oh, jazz. No, oh, jazz. Jazz all over the place. Got such a big band. <laughs> so fucking dumb uh why didn't why didn't spider-man get into swing music Mm, that's a very good joke yeah what's the punchline to that joke hang on what is it i said it no but like it sounds like a joke like why didn't spider-man get into swing music like he was too busy on the web or they like you know it sounds like a highlight okay yeah to sound like a like a popsicle riddle yeah popsicle riddle exactly yeah or like taffy laffy taffy yeah why didn't spider-man get into swing music that's the joke you flip it up and it's on the top of the rapper like the punchlines there like what do you want what do you want from me he swings what do you want he swings what do you want I'm Laffy Taffy. He swings. Age nine. Because, you know, they, like, they put the person <laughs> yeah, in their age do. on there. Oh, yeah. Laffy Taffy, age nine. <laughs> I love oh, that they're listener-submitted riddles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Listener to Laffy eater, Taffy. Eater-submitted riddles. Just Long-time well. eater, first-time submitter. <laughs> Got that Laffy Taffy, Taffy right up to my ear. <laughs> mm, this Laffy Taffy gets me going. I mm. can hear the seashore. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Mm. We did. We it. have done it. We talked about Spider-Man 3 through a series of randomly generated critical contexts. So true. We learned so many things about each other and the world and Spider-Man 3. Specifically Oof. Spider-Man 3 for the most part. <laughs> uh one of the things we didn't learn yet, but I was holding off and I'm glad to bring up now, that was actually Kirsten Dunst's real singing voice. Yeah. Wait, I wondered that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. She pre-recorded it and is lip-syncing still it in the movie, right. but that's still her. It sounded yeah. enough like her in the club scenes that I was like, maybe. It was She's... like, it's so borderline yeah. to me. She guests on uh, Jason good. Schwartzman's uh, Coconut Records like debut album. Cool. She's on huh. like the first track, and it's a very sweet huh. little song that they sing as a duet. Because huh. they like got along real well on the set of uh, 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 Help Me. Rhonda? Help Me Rhonda? Yeah, Help Me Rhonda. Yeah. Uh, Marie Antoinette. Oh, I've I've never seen oh. it. Was Schwartzman one of the gowns? <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> was Jason Schwartzman one of the gowns? He in was immaculate. Yeah. So Kirsten Dunst's real singing voice isn't yeah. that nice? Yeah, it's very nice. That's a fun thing to know. Again, nice. Kirsten Dunst is the best part of this movie. She is, and I am amazed that that was my takeaway on this. I'm actually kind of delighted that that was my takeaway yes. oh. on this one. So yes, for for all the for all the people at the Hollywood Reporter, suck a lemon. Yeah, yeah. Tom McGuire played Mary Jane's boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> also, there hasn't been a live action Mary Jane Watson since Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Oh. Not saying, just saying. Um, <laughs> that's nothing. Uh, folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, 
we've had a lot of fun here. Uh, and I want you boys to tell me some stuff. And specifically, the stuff I want you to tell me is, Matthew, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I am on Twitter at mbonbon. Uh, mbonbon. Yeah. Um, with the puppy retweets, political retweets, sometimes an original thought, but I usually try to signal boost, which is the word I tried to think of on the last episode, <laughs> if anybody <laughs> got that part. Uh. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, also uh, my kind of little pop culture parting gift kind of thing uh, <gasps> is... Uh, Actually, something we're about to show David after this, which is a, a YouTube clip uh, from another podcast, Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, it's uh, a fake country music duo called Memphis, Kansas Breeze. So Memphis, Kansas Breeze <laughs> is uh, is a duo, uh, country music duo uh, on Comedy Bang Bang. That was very funny. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. I'll probably just like post the YouTube link. Oh, absolutely. To, to this, like when this episode drops or something. Um, but yeah, it's one of the funnier things. And it's been in my head like ever since I've heard oh it. Oh my God. I've been, it will not leave your head. It's, it's, I, I can't stop thinking of it and I love <laughs> it. I love it so much. Uh, all right. Well, anyway. David, did you have anything you would like to plug? Sure. Uh, I talked about two of my biggest podcasts last week, but this week I'll talk t- about biggest a couple of my smaller works. Um, <laughs> Hypotheticast is one that I am on where we talk about hypothetical questions and uh, thought experiments and things like that. And then the other one is called The Fable Forge. We just finished season one and everyone died. So, ha ha ha, spoiler for you. Uh, <laughs> It's a and d podcast that's uh, actual play. It's like fiction kind of, but we also roll some dice and sometimes there are rules join it join it that's our join it join it join it yeah that's yeah. it that's great my butt too oh that one's for christian's mom <laughs> you're welcome mom yeah uh well folks this has been an episode of contextual deviance thank you again for listening we will be back next time with another loving tribute to a film that i'm gonna guess we're probably gonna enjoy more um that'll hard oh well let's let's (laughs) let's see i guess uh in the meantime i i I guess i don't know it's so hard to say but uh, you know it's a struggle every time but uh it's just got to be said you know it's something we're the only people with the power to say this you know And, and if you've got that power well, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm. Mm. And that responsibility is to ask you, David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? I do. They're heavy. Will the symbolic abandon point out any twisted blob? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Bad Man for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! Oh, I just need to say... Uh, you can put this somewhere if you want, but it's not important that much. The best way to dunk on someone ever is when they're looking at something in your shop window that might be expensive. Put a little sign out as they're doing it <laughs> that says, uh, 
layaway available. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? And then raise your eyebrows at him. Like, what an what an insult. Yeah. Like, oh, this kid looks fucking poor. Here, I'm gonna let him know he can pay in installments. I made this sign just for you. Hey, poor kid. <laughs> this is for you. God, it's amazing. And then, and then. And I almost said Mary Jane. Aunt May dunks on him later. She yeah. comes into his apartment and she's like, oh, you haven't changed much. First, what? That's mean. <laughs> what, who cares? <laughs> Second, but I guess you can't really do much with the place, can you? What the hell, lady? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, hey, hey, your place is boring and small. I'm your loving Aunt May. Yeah, this is why I left your place. <laughs> the negative <laughs> energy. You kept insulting me and telling me. Also, she's dumb as shit because she thought a, ri- a ring was the sun. What? It's true, though. She looked up and she thought it was the sun. She thought it was the sun. She thought it was literally so funny. Oh my god! Stupid. God, that's funny. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) 